children here in San Diablo. If I want to be honest, I know only one, Isabella. Suppose I can call her child. I'm not sure. She seems to be a child, and in some way, she is. She had always been. Anyway, I let you decide. We met not so long after I left the Levant Castle permanently. It happened there, I nearly lost my life with the poor others who really did, just because, eh, eh, never mind. I mean, it is so bad, but now I'm talking about Isabella. Later, I will tell the story too. So then, I was kind of homeless, living on the Kieselhausstrasse in the abandoned warehouse. I had no idea what did they store in originally. It was like a maze. Lots of small rooms were separated by doors and connected by endless corridors. Still, apart from all this, it was spotless and good enough for a guy like me who just lost his accommodation due to the acute murder in a foreign city among foreign people. I didn't think I was the only one who found shelter there, but in a few weeks, what I spent there, I didn't see anybody else. I didn't have many things, and what important or valuable stuff I had, I kept with me always. But what I left there, a blanket and so, I found there every time when I went back. I had a feeling that somebody sometimes touched them, perhaps slept in occasionally, as I saw them a different way than I left, but because nothing was ever missing, I got over it. There are much worse things to be worried about in San Diablo. So, I lived there and I was about to find a job or anything I could do for a living. One night in the pub, I used to go there to get to know people, call and gossips, make friendships, or just get to know who is who on the street. So there, in the pub, somebody mentioned that the speakers were looking for a handyman as the former one disappeared a few nights before in some not clear circumstances. I didn't know anything about them, so I did a bit of research and I found that the speakers don't ask anything, they don't need a reference, they just need someone who can do the job for them. So then I told myself that it was good enough to give a try. I was a bit worried about the previous handyman was gone, but because he was an oppressive man and had a lot of enemies, I didn't overthink about it. Later on, I got that job, and I spent some interesting time there, and I will talk about it too, but now, back to Isabella. I was on my way after the interview, back to the warehouse maze that I called home by that time, when heavy rain came and turned to the hail very soon. I had seen so many things in my life, but that hail was extraordinary. All day had been cold and dunk with a good promise in the air of the rain was going to come, but still, can't exactly explain it, but I was sure it did hit only me. And I'm not talking just about the square, where there was nobody else but me, but somehow I had that feeling there was not even any rain outside of that court. Anyway, you will see I was right. That rain was not an ordinary one. But because I had not much time to think of that, 
as I had to get a roof over me, as I nearly thought son's eyes was falling, and trust me, it can be so painful if it hits you. I was looking for some safe place, and the closest thing I found was a doorway. I did everything to get there as soon as possible. Luckily, I had got only a few hits by the eyes, but that was more than enough not to want to leave the safe place. Actually, it was not the safe. The arch over the doorway was relatively narrow, what was just enough to protect me from the eyes, but was not wide enough against the cold rain. I tried to pull myself as small as I could, but that was still not enough. As I tried to find the best position to get covered by the arch, I pushed the door in and I fell on the floor in someone's home. I found myself in a surprisingly big but unreasonably dark hole. If you want to understand why I was surprised, you need to know that the holes looked much smaller from outside than inside. One door at the middle and two windows on one and one window on the other side of it. And other houses were attached to it on both sides. I thought so. I had to realize those were no other houses, but they belonged to that one I just fell in. The different stones that they were built from mislead me and made me think they were separated buildings. Whatever was the reason for that, I was standing in a colossal hole and that was big enough for a few families to live in. As I was standing inside, the walls were a sort of unitary look. I didn't know how the door closed behind me, but suddenly it was closed. I was not sure that was the right thing I stayed, but it was nice and cozy, so I didn't want to leave once I had been inside, safe from the rain and ice, with the hope to get dry again. I don't like to break in anywhere, I neither want to go in anybody's home, if I was not called, but the door opened somehow, and altogether it was so inviting. Anyway, in the situation, I didn't think of that, I just stayed. However, I was confused. I didn't know what to do. I didn't want to leave while it was raining, neither wanted to stay uninvited. They could understand me, said to myself. I meant the householders, because the rain was insane, and I could not imagine that if somebody wanted to send someone else to walk in that. I stayed. I was quite busy with my toes and self-pity, and I was already upstairs when I realized I was wandering around fascinated by that house, because it was so imposing, massive and monumental but dark and lack of color. I didn't see any colors in the semi-darkness. I'm not saying that everything was black and gray. I could identify different colors, they just seems to be livid. Same when you leave something for long on display, exposed to the direct sunlight, and it loses its color, then you put somewhere deep in a dark cellar. But everything tapestries, sculptures, pictures, and the wall itself, too. And, what I didn't realize as soon as I entered, I mean fell in, it was cold. Maybe because I was utterly soaked, I felt warm in the beginning, and perhaps the temperature dropped since I was in, 
I was not sure about it. I was just about to turn over and leave the building, whatever I was going to find outside. The war race seemed like a better option than cold and frosty rooms. Because I was already in a room, but I didn't know on which floor and I didn't remember how I got in. Anyway, the rain stopped as far as I could tear through the window, or at least calm down a bit, no ice, perhaps the warm, sweet rain. The room was as dark as the hall was, or even worse, and it was oversized too. Three huge doors, twice as tall as a normal-sized man, they were made for cavalry, I thought so. Even if I cannot think why anybody wanted to come upstairs, horseback. Massive doors, huge tapes on the enormous walls, huge windows covered by huge pins. I went to the windows to let some light in, then I stopped suddenly. How did it happen that I was sure the rain stopped when the windows shutters were closed? So I went there to open them, but I was not able to do it as they were nailed in. Besides, a splinter went under my nail. I think I swore to. I headed for the door and I wanted to leave that house as soon as possible. I couldn't and it was not my fault. I was already downstairs in that big and dark hall when I heard some childish voices over me from the hanging corridor. Someone was standing on the top of the stairs and talking to me. Please don't leave. I've been waiting for you for long. Stay a bit with me. I'm so lonely. That was Isabella. This is the end of today's story. You have been listening to the Lost Typo podcast at the Tyrover Studio. Don't forget, you might need every little piece of information to come back to the surface. As nobody ever before. Subscribe now to give yourself a chance. See you soon.